0: On Shabbos, we read one of the most famous psukim in the Torah, a verse that we recite multiple times a day. We are commanded to love Hashem with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all of our resources. Question is, how can a person be commanded to love someone? No less Hashem. Hashem is incorporeal. Hashem does not have a body or even a semblance of a body. And the pasuk says, Love Hashem with all of your heart. Not just some on the surface superficial love, a deep intense love. Love is not an action. Love is an emotion, a spontaneous feeling. It's not something which we can enact at will. So how can we fulfill the mitzvah of a Te'ez Hashem? So I so saw a beautiful idea from the Archaim HaKadosh that will perhaps answer this question. He says, there are three deep desires that every Jewish person has. Bane, chaya, have children and have nachas from them. Good health and an abundance of parnasa. This is our goal and purpose in life. This is what we strive for. Says the Arechayim, those three blessings are referenced in the Paseh. Bechal Bechal Navshecha, Bechal with all your heart is our children. The love that a parent has for their child is so deep that it encompasses the entirety of the heart. Uvachal nafshecha is your life, a life of good health. Uvachal is wealth. And he gives an interesting parable. Imagine a person that is married for many years and doesn't have any children and is also living in abject poverty. And in addition to that, he was also diagnosed with a terminal illness. He's laying in the hospital somewhere. Then one day, a person comes along and tells him, I have great news for you. Your wife told me to tell you that she just found out that she's pregnant. And I discovered the cure for your illness. And if that is not enough good news, here is a hundred million dollars. How overwhelmed with joy and gratitude will he have for this person? Says the Arachayim, when we recite Kriya Shema, we say, Bechal Bachal indicates the most extreme case when a person truly appreciates their blessing. And that is the gratitude a person has when they have been struggling with infertility for many, many years, and then they are blessed with a child. When we say bachal Nafshecha, we should have in mind a person that really appreciates their health. And that is only when there was a real possibility that they may lose it. For example, when someone undergoes surgery to save an eye or a limb, how much more grateful are they versus a person who would never face that possibility? And likewise of a Khalmiya Only a person that was always struggling with Parnasa can really appreciate Hashem's blessing of wealth when they are finally successful in business. And now we can understand how we can be commanded to love Hashem when we ponder and contemplate the tremendous chesed of Hashem, that He didn't make us wait decades for our first child. He didn't impoverish us. He gives us good health. How much more grateful we have to be for all the kindness He bestows upon us on a daily basis. So when we contemplate and recognize the great love Hashem has for us, this will arouse a reciprocal love for Hashem. Therefore, it's true that we cannot be commanded to do a feeling, but we can certainly be commanded to engage in the contemplation of all that Hashem does for us every day, and that will ultimately lead to our intense love of Hashem. And that's how we fulfill the mitzvah of Reb Schwab says something very powerful is commonly translated allegorically as loving Hashem with all our wealth. But literally, means very, from the word like very good. Says Rabbi Shraab, if a person loves something very much, if you have a strong desire for something, let's say to travel to a certain place for vacation, or you have a craving for a certain steak or a specific type of cake, the Torah says, Love Hashem with all your veries, with all your strong desires. Sacrifice them to Hashem and don't indulge in it. Or if you're eating something so tasteful, so gishmak, don't finish it in its entirety. Leave over the last piece. That is also a fulfillment of the edict of Vachal This is known as the Tanis harabit. Instead of renouncing it altogether, abstain from it in its entirety. I saw a similar idea for Reb Tzadok. He says, every person should do something special for Hashem and don't reveal it to anybody in the world. Do something that you're not obligated to do. Something that's above and beyond the letter of the law. Whether it's saying a few kapitlach tehillam, learning an extra Mishnah, a special tefillah for somebody, a chesed for someone you don't know, say Ash from a Siddur, and only Hashem and you know about it. So there's no ulterior motives. As soon as he tells somebody, you bring it back down to the physical world and it loses its potency. However, when it's only between you and Hashem, this virtuous deed now resides in the metaphysical world. You took yourself from the finite world to the infinite and you now have a connection to the supernatural world. And now when you ask for something, that request will transcend the natural world. It will go above and beyond the world of Teva straight to the kisser covered and now we know have a wonderful day